the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. A couple minutes after 4. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Our theme music you're hearing, by the way. A song called Birthday by hip-hop artist KJ52. Will be our guest tomorrow on our fine broadcast. For today, we're looking forward to Paul Bird. He used to pitch for the Phillies. He was an all-star. He's a broadcaster for Fox Sports. We'll get into that more in just a moment or two here. But first, the forecast calling for a clear evening. Found a fairly pleasant day. Temperature high around 80 down to 65 tonight. Tomorrow, lots of sun. Kind of humid and a high of 88. Speaking of the Phillies, they beat the Mets yesterday 8-3. Aaron Nola had a nice game. Almost uh, that was six and two-thirds innings pitch. Struck out six, got the win. That's his eighth on the season. Jay Bruce, a couple of home runs, knocked in four. And now the team has a few days off. Major League Baseball All-Star break happening with the game itself tomorrow. Tonight, the home run derby going on. Bryce Harper, who won last year, not participating this year. Uh, soccer, you had a couple of huge games yesterday. The U.S. Women's National Team winning the Women's World Cup, two zip over the Netherlands, and Mexico beat the U.S. men's national team to win the Gold Cup by a score of one to zero. Uh, Joe Harnett, the hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio, between four hundred two and four fifty eight. Fifty. Fifty. That's fifty seconds. You don't quit a second early. No. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing really well. Did you see those games? The soccer games? No. I was I was in church and I was sleeping. Eating Chinese food and had a cookout. So that's some Chinese food. I <laughs> I kind of missed all, but I was aware of what was going on. Yeah. How about you? As a family, we all watched both games. It was fun. Oh, it was great. Did Bella watch? Uh, she. I actually took her to the uh, creek in Gladwin, so she slept through both games. Oh, I think okay. She slept. I think she slept twenty hours yesterday. Wow. Kind of like that life every now and again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so you're rooting for the U.S. Bill? Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. just checking. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So otherwise, a nice weekend for you? Really great. You know, the uh, cookout was great. You know, we cooked, and uh, except for the rain that came down during the you know True. 5 o'clock hour. Yes. Other than that, it was really great. Nice. I had a wedding on Saturday. I think we're going to meet uh, Thomas's girlfriend's parents. Oh, I didn't know he had a girlfriend. He does. That's nice. Yes, yes. Have You've met her. Oh, she's sweet. Just not the parents. No. Okay. No, she's very sweet. She's a vegetarian. You know, she doesn't eat meat. Well, thanks for... <laughs> is that from the Department of Redundancy Department? It, it, it is. I I can't cook for her. I try, you know. Yeah. yeah. But she made some cookies for Elizabeth and I and, and Thomas. So that was her way of you know being introduced to the family. That's good. Should she be introduced to the WFIL family by making cookies for us? <laughs> no, really. I'm That's very, a good. I'll ask her. Dead serious. It'd be nice to have to go with this coffee we get every afternoon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coffee tastes pretty good today. It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. 
I had a wedding Thank Saturday, you. by the way. Oh, congratulations. Yes. Well, not my own. You oh. Know. Yeah. Oh. No, I DJed for somebody. Oh, nice. A very nice couple. Had a, had a nice reception in the afternoon mm-hmm. and no hokey pokey, thankfully, but the bride liked a lot of the boy bands from the 90s. She was into NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. There was oh. a Christian boy band called Plus One. Even She knew all these bands. She was, and they're all like, oh, yeah, I'm dancing around having a good time. So. That's great when they get up on the dance floor, isn't it? It is. And it's they, and the caterer was very friendly and had good grub to, to partake of. And, nice. Yeah, so it was a nice time. But other than that, uh, that and the family time was very good. And now we're getting ready to get back into things. Uh, you know, today... And tomorrow and Wednesday mm-hmm. are the only three days of the entire year. Yes. Go ahead. Finish my sentence. Uh, where a sporting event does not happen. Like the big four. The, the, yes. the four major ball and stick sports. Yeah. Hockey, baseball, yeah. football, and yeah. There's uh, the basketball. No game tonight in baseball. Right. There is a game, but tomorrow night? Yeah, but that's an all-star game. Yes. Is it? So. yes. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So 362 days out of the year. Yeah. There could and usually is either a Phillies game yeah. or a Sixers or a Flyers. Or an Eagle. Or, and or sometimes they're the sweet spot, I guess, in the wintertime, yeah. you could have three of them. Yes, you can. You have an Eagles, yeah. Phillies, and... There's uh, also the I mean, March Eagles, Madness Sixers. that comes up. Right, there's that. That's but great. If you're a sports fan, this is one night you can take a little break. Oh, no, you have to watch the uh, home run. Dirt. That's true. And our guest today, a guy named Paul Bird, who we've had on before, he's a... Are you okay? I'm good. It's like breathing-induced <laughs> asthma. <laughs> okay. Well, I know he's an exciting guest, but maybe not that exciting. I have his autograph. <laughs> do you? I have, yes. I how did you get Bird. it? I don't know. I I don't know how I got it, but I have it. It's uh, a great I have story, a baseball Joe. collection, and I don't know exactly I well, got it. Okay. Well, I'm happy for you. Can I tell you a quick fun story about sure. him? Sure. He's one of the first players I ever met when I first started covering the Phillies in 1997. Cool. And he was with, with the Phillies for a few seasons. He was an all-star in 99. So we're going to talk to him about what that was like. That was the year they had the all-century team. So he was uh, in, in 1999. They had, he was part of the National League team when they had a lot of great players. Okay. That's part of it. Anyway, so, but uh, he would give interviews in the locker room. And then a second later, he'd turn around from the mass group of people he's talking to about the game. And he'd start talking to me about Christian music. Like, without missing a beat. Because he's a huge Christian music fan. Yes. Uh, like, Newsboys, Big I, Song, Shine. Which I didn't know. Is, is, uh, is, was his walk-up walk-up. song yes. when he would go up to bat. Yeah. So, there's the, it was just kind of cool to have someone who didn't break character, if you will, just talk like, like it was normal. Totally normal. So, we'll talk with Paul um, about the game. He won an Emmy last year for uh, the, the, broad, the top broadcaster. Yeah. Pretty cool. He did, and um, loves the Lord a lot. Very one thing I like about Paul also, he's very down to earth. He's very candid. Um, he's not afraid to share things that are personal. And so, um, while he's a Christian, uh, he doesn't talk in a polished way, like kind of glossing over in generalities. He's willing to share some specifics and just how God's worked. So, we'll talk some baseball, talk some issues of uh, faith and things he's learned over the years. He's written a book called Free Bird. We've talked about uh, that a little bit with him before in the past. So that's all coming up, and we also have some stuff to give away. So. We'll take a short break. We'll come back and uh, welcome aboard our guest, Paul Bird, current for, uh, Fox Sports broadcaster, former Phillies pitcher, pitched for a bunch of other teams as well, won over 100 games during his major league career. Looking forward to chatting with Paul here in just a moment. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 
on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 412 in the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. As we get ready to chat with Paul Bird, want to throw this out to you as well. We're going to have some Paul trivia throughout the hour. Text in your answer if you want to win a gift card to Duncan, to Rita's, or to Wawa, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. This famous Paul was named Sir Paul by Queen Elizabeth of England, March 11th, 1997. This famous Paul was named Sir Paul by Queen Elizabeth of England, March 11th, 1997. If you think you know the answer, text it to 610 500 3683 610-500-3683. Just put your first and last name and the Paul that you think it is, and we'll draw a winner out. We'll take the random winner in the next little bit here, and then we'll switch it up and give you another Paul question. But before we do anything further with that, let's shift gears back to our guest as we welcome aboard longtime Major League Baseball pitcher, including several years with the Phillies, current Fox broadcaster, Paul Bird. Hello, my friend. What's going on, Tim? Good to hear your voice, as always. I uh, appreciate it. Yours as well. I can't believe so many years have gone by since we're hanging out in the Philadelphia locker room. I know. Goodness. It's crazy. It's over 20 now, and uh, <laughs> time goes by quickly. Well, and you know, somebody and- shot a Real quick, somebody shot a picture of me with Grayson sitting on my lap at the All-Star game in 99. Wow. And I'm like, that that was a long time ago. That was 20 years ago. I'm just sitting there thinking, no way, you know. Now my son, who was sitting on my lap, has a, a big red beard and plays for the Cubs. But um, <laughs> I, I loved Philadelphia. He always loved going in that locker room. And Terry Francona was so cool about letting kids be in there, so brought back some great memories and now that i'm broadcasting for the braves i got a lot of heat from the braves fans for having a cap with a big p on there so anyway <laughs> it was funny you probably you probably get a lot of love and a lot of playful grief in both markets i would think i do i do for everybody i mean philly fans still come to you know Braves games because philly fans are everywhere they have some of the best fans in the world and they're all passionate they know everything they're really smart so, you know, we have Phillies fans in Atlanta. They come to the game wearing their Phillies jerseys, and they always talk to me and comment. And, you know, they give me a, a high five and a hug, and then they give me grief as well for not being up in Philly. So it's funny. Yeah. Chat with Paul Bird. He uh, broadcasts for, uh, I guess, Fox Sports still. Is that the – you do a lot of different yeah. things. So Yes. Okay. And Paul uh, mentioned Grayson, one of his two sons, Colba, the uh, the other. Also, in a parenthetical note, mentioning that photo from when you were an All Star back in '99, and how time has gone by. Correct me if I'm wrong, but near the end of your career, you could have signed another contract, but at some point, you said, "I got to stop, so I could spend a little more time with the boys." Is that how that? Does, do I have my facts yeah, right? Yeah. So it was 2008. I'd finished the season, and I was by no means a pitcher, but I was an average pitcher, and. There's value to guys that can log innings and be a number, you know, three, four, five pitcher in the big leagues. And so I was a veteran. And, you know, I also brought that to the table and that, you know, I've been around and can help out younger guys. So I had three contracts on the table and I was 38 years old and they were guaranteed major league contracts for nice amounts of money. And my wife just looks at me and she said, what's the point of money if you miss your kids growing up? 
And I couldn't answer that question. And, you know, as a man, I think a lot of times, I don't mean this in a chauvinistic way, but you're like, you know, I want to, I want to bring home some money and protect our family. And, you know, like I've been blessed to do this and, you know, so when she said that, it was like, I couldn't answer that question. And, you know, my son, when I was playing for Philadelphia, this is really sad. He looked at me and I had my bags packed at the back door and he said, Hey dad, does your other family have as good a toys as we have? And that crushed me. And I was like, nobody, when I get up on a plane and I go somewhere, I'm, I'm playing baseball to try and, you know, make money so you can go to school and college. And all, you know, it was just one of those where wow. I, I laughed and I was crying, you know, I mean, don't, you know, yeah. uh, tell, wow. tell too many people, but I walked out of the door and I had tears in the corners of my eyes and I thought, man, I'm, you know, and, you know, if you ask the most, I, I read a book the other day where they asked the most, uh, the wealthiest people in the world, what their most valuable asset was. And they all said, it's their time. Mm. And as people had gotten older and were billionaires and just whatever, they learned that the most valuable thing they have was their time. They couldn't buy it. They couldn't get more of it in any way. And, and it was something where, I made a decision to walk away from baseball and it was the greatest decision, you know, I've ever made. And, um, you know, I'm very thankful for my wife who is grounded and it's, I'm also passionate about baseball. So I get to go back and talk about it, but I get to do it now in a little bit more of a balanced uh, way. And then, you know, my boys are, are now, you know, One's graduated from college and with the Cubs, and the other one is uh, going back for his senior year at Sanford University. So um, it's been a it's been a good journey so far, and, and fun, and filled with ups and downs. That's a blessing. Chat with Paul Bird, Tim DeMoss Show, AM five sixty WFIL WFIL dot com here in Philly. Um, and you mentioned your wife Kimberly. Also, I think when we talked before a number of months back, didn't she help you guys move? Was it 50 times? Did you tell me that at one point? Like cra- something crazy? Yeah, 56. Yeah, 56 times. Uh, <laughs> playing. I played 19 years, uh, 14 in the big leagues, and I was with nine different teams, two different teams twice. I went back to the Indians and back to the Braves. Yeah, so and then I was in AAA, and then I was in the big leagues, and then I got traded, and then I was over here, and we counted it up, and, if you know, well, and the, re- the reason I some say- moves are not a big deal once well, you have kids and you know, <laughs> well, animals and all that, you know, it starts to get crazy. Yeah, I guess the whole point I even bring it up. Uh, reason I bring it up is because Kimberly walked with you through all of those moves and physically went through the whole process of relocating time after time, and therefore knew from experience what she was talking about and saying, "Listen, maybe at some point, maybe now's the time for us to finally stop." Uh, and, and the words that she said, encouraging you um, and your family to reprioritize, perhaps, just makes sense. Any of us need to take that look, perhaps, periodically. And just like it says uh, in Scripture, teach us to number our days right, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I think it's Psalm 37.4. No, absolutely. And we I've learned other things, too, which is that not all kids are the same. I didn't need to retire from my oldest son. He loved going in the locker room. He loved traveling. He loved all that. He's playing for the Cubs now. My youngest son struggled with anxiety, which is a very popular thing to struggle with in today's culture. I don't know if it's the cell phones. I don't know if it's the different way that we learn. 
Um, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's a very popular thing, you know, among youth now, depression, anxiety, certain other things. And my youngest son, um, and, you know, he's okay with me sharing this. His, yeah. his name's Colby. He's awesome. For him, when you're a little boy that struggles with some anxiety and you got to make new friends and then two months later you got to make a new set of friends and then you pull them to a different school over here and then you're homeschooled then you got to move over here and make new friends for him his effects of that were like ptsd Hmm. so he he was totally different so no you you talk about praying for wisdom and understanding you know those were things that i had no idea when i was in my 20s what that was doing you know, so yeah. it's one of those things where not all kids are the same. I think, man, you you got to listen yeah. to your wife because, you know, they have intuition and they've been gifted with certain things relationally that we just don't think about. Yeah. As you know, nine times out of ten, they are right. You know, we just yeah. Yeah. stubborn sometimes. But I was very thankful of that later because we've worked through things with Colby, and he is an awesome young man. But it was not without a lot of work and, and certain things that we're going through. So it's uh, it's been interesting, man. Former Philly All-Star pitcher Paul Bird, our guest today, also current Fox Sports broadcaster. Going to take a quick break, come back at you with our, con- our conversation to continue. Also, um, we're giving away gift cards today in conjunction with the name Paul, first person who can text me the answer to this. This famous Paul was named Sir Paul by Queen Elizabeth of England. March 11th, 1997. It's about the time I first started covering the Phillies, actually. A couple months later, that June, they were a horrible team. They were 4-20 and 20 that month or something. This famous Paul, named Sir Paul by Queen Elizabeth of England. Also, this Paul, credited with being one of the most successful composers and performers of all time. 60 gold discs, sales of over 100 million albums. Which Paul am I talking about? He also wrote a song called Yesterday. Have I made it obvious? First one through at 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Just text in which Paul I'm talking about. And your first and last name would help. And first one through gets a gift card to Wawa, Duncan, or Rita's. Courtesy of Briner Chevrolet and Jenkintown. Make sure you text, not call. Back in the moment with more on the Tim DeMoss Show. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. I went everybody's head about the bird. Suddenly my whole body is shaking really quickly. <laughs> is that the, the trash man? I forget. The, is it the trash man, Joe? Yeah. The bird is the word. Wow. That's a fun one. We have Paul Bird, our guest, former Philly. Going to continue our chat with him in a second. But for, first, another Paul. Congratulations to Yvette in Williamstown, New Jersey, the first person to text in with the correct answer to this famous Paul was named Sir Paul by Queen Elizabeth of England, March 11th, 1997. Talking Paul McCartney. Also credited with 60 gold discs, over 100 million albums over the years. Wrote a song called Yesterday. The working title of that song, we'll give a bonus question here. Do you happen to know what the working title of Yesterday was originally? If you want to text in 610-500-DOVE, 
3683. Without looking it up, don't Google it. If you know off the top of your head, Joe, you put the phone down, Joe. You can't. You know that you're the one who told me this. Then we'll give uh, we'll give you two gift cards as a bonus if you happen to know when Paul McCartney wrote the song yesterday. There was actually a working title completely different that you would never guess. So if you've heard this before and you want to text in 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, and you're correct, we'll give you a couple of gift cards. Congratulations and I should say high fives at least. And not congratulations yet, but Jim K, Stephen R, and Nikki B also texting in just a little behind Yvette. Jim, Stephen, and Nikki, you should know that even though you didn't happen to be first, when anybody texts or emails uh, one of our, our contests, we keep your entry in a hat and we draw stuff out to win. So even though you don't win right now, you may still win something down the road just for taking time to to uh, get involved. So thank you for doing that. We appreciate you being part of the uh, Tim DeMoss Show today on AM 560 WFIL. Paul Bird, our guest, he's a broadcaster for Fox Sports. In fact, not just a broadcaster. Congratulations, you won an Emmy last year, right, for most outstanding oh, honor personality. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate that. Well, as a believer, I know that you love the Lord a lot, but that also carries over into your profession, whether you're pitching, whether you're broadcasting, you want yeah. to be excellent in what you do and, and at least seek to do Absolutely. your best, right? Absolutely. Uh, that, that's just it. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to be excellent in what I do and and, you know, be a witness, and I feel like we're in ministry no matter what we do. And uh, no profession is more noble than the other if you just simply do it for the Lord. And I think, you know, whatever you do and yeah. word or deed, do it unto Him. And I, I think that's uh, so I'm real proud of that. What are the different things you do for Fox? Just to, if you want to give a quick overview in terms of game day versus pregame or postgame or in game and all that, what, what are some of the things you do? Yeah, so um, just think of a utility man, you know, in <laughs> okay. the big leagues. And that's what I do. Like, tell me where to go. You want me to go to left? You want me to go to short? You want me to go to first? You, you know? Yeah. The game of blowout? You want me to pitch? So <laughs> I do a little bit of everything, you know? Okay. It's like, hey, rain delay, go to bird, tell a story, fill time. Okay. You know, so yeah. uh, pre and post game, I do that. I'm in the locker room, interview guys. I love good stories from both sides. I love to see good baseball. Uh, when Aaron Nola beat Dallas Keuchel 2 nothing and just dominated. Yeah, I'm in my glory because I'm seeing a good pitching matchup. I'm seeing good baseball. I love the chess match between the hitter and the pitcher. Yep. The fans go away disappointed because they're like, I paid $200 and I didn't see any home runs. <laughs> so it's one of those where <laughs> I understand that perspective too and the yeah. game's changed. But I love baseball. I'm passionate about it. And I think that's what I am – um, you can't fake that and you can't hide that. So I think that comes out on the air and uh, God has blessed me with that desire in my heart. I don't know why. I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. My dad tried to make me a basketball player, but I was breaking lamps with tennis balls, you know? <laughs> so there was something in my heart that was drawn to baseball. And so I love to communicate that on the air, a little pre and post. And then uh, in game, I do something that's different, which is, I uh, think of Sarah Gusa on the sidelines, NFL. He does, you know, yeah. color. And instead of him doing an injury report, they say, you know, Tony, what's going on with the old line? What do you see down there? And so that's what they come down to me for. And so I'll give in-game color from the sidelines and tell you about pitching the game, what I'm seeing, little intricacies. And then can also do a injury report or something else. So Yeah. Well, um, and you've done a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's been well, a lot of fun. And because you've played the game, you obviously know a lot just from that standpoint, but I'm sure there's a good amount of prep that comes along with doing your job properly too. Yeah, so I study um, 
you know, I want to know, uh, I, I love the new numbers, the Sabre metrics and things, but I don't go too heavy into that because I feel like somebody can get that from a computer. Yeah. So I try to give somebody something they cannot get from a computer, a mm. perspective from a big leaguer, something that happened in a game. An example, a reliever comes in and, you know, he didn't get to warm up because the pitcher got injured. He's coming in the game, feels a ton of pressure. I've done that. So I want to tell you what's going through his mind as he jogs into the mound. Those are things I think that maybe are tougher to get from a computer that I can bring to the table. So when I think of brand and what I want to do when I communicate, those are things that come across my mind. And, you know, I really, really enjoy it. And I love to teach, you know, Uh, not that I have all the answers. I teach from a perspective of I didn't have all the answers and I had to ask a lot of questions. So. When I teach, I don't act like I have all authority or the key to baseball. I just give you some options, you know, and yeah. say, hey, here's what, uh, you know, he could have been thinking. I talked to so-and-so before the game. Here's what he's trying to do, you know, and, and when I am able to teach from those uh, perspectives, I think it's a, a much better way to learn and the listener doesn't feel talked down to. And Yeah. It's actually the truth because nobody has the key to baseball and it's a tough <laughs> game to figure out. I think it's why we why we love it so much. Paul Bird, our guest today. Of course, tonight is the uh, Home Run Derby. Tomorrow night, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Phil's won yesterday, 8-3. Aaron Nola got the win. Jay Bruce, a couple of homers, knocked in four. Also on that sports side of things, U.S. Women's National Team winning the World Cup 2-zip over the Netherlands. Men's National Team Got to the Gold Cup final, but lost to Mexico 1-0. We'll take a short break. Let me give you the answer to the Paul McCartney trivia PS question, if you will. Scrambled eggs. No one got that in the last couple of minutes. We'll just throw it out there. The working title uh, to yesterday was actually Scrambled Eggs, and then somehow it became yesterday. I'm sure there's a story behind that. Joe, do you know that story? Not really. Event? Yeah, I just heard that. All right. Well, fair enough. If you happen to figure it out one day, you can share that or, or later on. But in any case, we'll take a brief break, come back and continue our conversation with Paul Bird. And we're continuing to give away gift cards to uh, Rita's and Duncan and Wawa, courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet in Jenkintown. While we go to break, let me throw you another one to consider. First person through can text me the correct answer. Which Paul was an American actor, film director, entrepreneur, professional racing driver, auto racing team owner, environmentalist, social activist, philanthropist who won a bunch of awards and also makes a pretty good salad dressing. 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Text in what Paul that is. First one through gets a gift card. Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. The Whiz Kids had won it. Dick Sisler had done it for the first time since Grover led the way. Chuck Klein was in between. But most of the years were lean. In 1950, Philadelphia had its day. I'm talking baseball. Robertson, Constanti, Phillies, baseball. Ashburn, Dylan, Granny. When O'Doo was here, he really hit the pill. 
Cy Williams is he remembered still Talking baseball Baseball and the Phils AM560, WFAL, WFAL.com. Thanks to our hardest-working producer in Philadelphia Radio, Joe Harnett, for digging up the Phillies version of Talking Baseball. You know, Joe, you were talking earlier, by the way, about having Paul Bird's autograph. Uh, I have Kurt Simmons' autograph, former Philly great, who pitched back in the days of Robin Roberts. And uh, I know how I got it. My brother, Steve, is a painter for many years. He's painted residential for years, and now he does commercial hotels and things. But Uh he painted Kurt Simmons' house. Really? Yeah. And so he he got a couple of autographed photos, and it says something like, Tim, I hope you grow up to be a big league ball player one day or whatever, Kurt Simmons. So it's in my baseball card collection in my basement. How about that? You impressed? I am impressed. I have two copies. You want one? Simmons? Yeah. Well, you know, now I'm kind of paring down things. Oh, you're downsizing? Yeah. yeah. Good, because I wasn't going to give it to you anyway. But it it sounded good. Yeah, it did, at least on the surface. So, fair enough. I I appreciate it. I'm I'm elated, but it's a fake elation. Yeah, I see. (laughs) Well, as we continue our program, congratulations. Someone who is definitely elated is Jim in Elkins Park. He was correct in getting, and he's going to get a Rita's gift card courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet. As we are doing famous Paul trivia this hour, as we have one of our famous Pauls on with us, Paul Bird, former Phillies pitcher. Uh, Paul Newman was the answer to our most recent question, American actor, film director, entrepreneur, philanthropist, bunch of other things, including a salad dressing guru. So we'll give you another Paul trivia question uh, you know, in, in a couple of moments here. But first... Paul Bird, uh, kind enough to spend a few minutes with us. I know you have a, a full rest of your day. Uh, just a couple quick baseball questions and one it's about so your ministry. Full, man. Well, it's so full, man. It's so full. It is crushed. <laughs> but for you, I have put everything aside. Well, you mentioned the Aaron Nola <laughs> Dallas Keuchel game recently, the 2-0 game, fans wishing for home runs. Tonight they will see home runs because they have the home run derby, obviously. Yes. And one certain Atlanta Brave uh, is going to be leading the way in all likelihood. Bryce Harper's sitting this one out. He won last year, but he's not participating this year. Um, but Ronald Acuna gotcha. Jr. going to be the rookie of the year last year for the Braves. And I know you think the world of him, and he's he's having an even better year this yeah. year than last year. Yeah, he's incredible. Um, let me tell you a little bit about him. It's just going to make you like him, I think. Um, his dad, Ronald Acuna Sr., played for the Mets and was roommates with Jose Reyes in Double A. Hmm. And so Jose Reyes said that and Ronald Sr. testifies to this as well, that he couldn't handle failure. So when he would come home after games, if he went three for four, four for four, he'd be like, hey, Jose, what are we going to eat? What are we doing? You know, he's like just jovial and happy. When he came home 0 for four, he would almost be uncommunicative. Hmm. Wouldn't talk to anybody, wouldn't go out, wouldn't smile, wouldn't. He could not handle failure or adversity of the game, which as a hitter, if you can't do that, it's going to be a long life for you. Yeah. <laughs> so when his son grew up in Venezuela and loved baseball, he said to his son, son, I will help you. I'll make you a deal. He goes, but he goes under one condition. You always smile and you always have fun no matter what. Hmm. You play the game hard. You hustle, but you have fun. And he said, uh, you always have to smile no matter what you do at the plate. So when you see Ronald Acuna coming up at 20 years old with the fastest hands in the game, unbelievable talent, Roberto Clemente-like tools, runs like the wind, throws, 
you know, yes, kind of this wild flailing, you know, fast flip, whatever. It reminds me of Clemente. Um, he has fun, and it's very genuine, and that's where that comes from. Hmm. So some people are like, ah, oh, he's a showboat, you know, and I'm just here to say, hey, I'm in the dugout. I'm literally in the corner of the dugout, and whether the camera is on him or whether it's not, whether it's in the locker room and no one's watching, whether he's out on the field, he's the same. That's a great and that's story. where that comes from. So he's an easy uh, person to pull for, takes interviews, you know, very good person. And uh, it's sometimes like a kid, but it's it's but he is. so fun to cover. He's what twenty one. Yeah. I mean, he's people forget yeah, sometimes. Twenty one. It's it's so refreshing. Yeah, yeah. He's a grown man that you know. He's just he has a blast. He you know. Yeah. He uh, does stuff that you see a twelve year old do to his buddy in a fun game. You know, <laughs> like down the road. I mean, it's it's awesome. Well, and par- parenthetically, those just tuning in. Paul Bird is our guest of Fox Sports. Played for the Phils. Played for the Braves. Played for a number of teams over his career. And uh, we had John Smoltz on um, a number of months back. He mentioned the word smile as well. And I think it was his grandmother who told him, "Dude, you're not having enough fun. You need to smile." And he, he took that to heart at some point early in his career that he had to find at least some time during each day to smile once, like to yeah. make sure he did it. Because you could take the game yeah. too seriously. Scott Rowland once told me, I asked him after a game, back when I first met you in the late 90s, back in, I think it was 97. And I said to him, look, I, I manage a church softball team. And when I go 0 for 4, make an error, I, I can't shake it for three hours. And this is a dumb softball game. Like no one's even watching it. How do you handle failure? He paused for a while and he said, you know what? I decide to leave I, – I leave the game here, whether I do great or poorly. If it's an hour, it's five hours. I don't leave the ballpark till the game is out of me. Then I leave, which I thought huh. I, which I thought was very interesting because, like you said, you can go yeah. home and, you know, you've, you perform in front of thousands of people. How you handle, right. you know, not having it carry over for, for hours or even a day or two, you know, till your next start or whatever. Right. So. Anyway, just it's interesting you brought that up. No, that's great. That's a good word. I like what Scotty said right there. He was an awesome teammate, by the way. I bet. Tremendous. Well, you were an all-star, yeah. too. The all-star game's tomorrow night. Just thought I'd ask you also about what it was like for you to be an all-star uh, and, and what that experience was like for you. Yeah, greatest experience for me in my career, probably. You know, I can't think of something that was more uh, unique and powerful for me, uh, specifically the home run contest, which I mentioned Grayson sitting on my lap, yes, 15 feet away from home plate, uh, Mark McGuire hitting balls over the left field wall that disappeared by the sit go sign because we were in Boston. Uh, Sosa, they all got tired. So Griffey won with the sweet swing and he didn't hit him as far, but he hit more of them. Yeah. And, uh, I thought that was really neat. And then when Ted Williams came out uh, on the golf cart and the all-century team was there on the field and, you know, I'm 50 feet away and Ted Williams comes out on the golf cart and gets out and, you know, on the pitching mound and was crying and, you know, I'm now 10 feet away just watching all of this go down and it was like there was no better place to be in the world Mm. in that moment. And it was just such a powerful baseball moment for me. Um you know, I had met Ted earlier, uh, 1991 at the White House. We won for LSU the World Series, and he was being honored for his 50th year anniversary of hitting over 400 right. uh, in 1941. So that was that was just really cool, very surreal. And I was like, man, how awesome is this? To this day, I have never heard, and I'm sure 
at some point there probably was, but I've never heard a stadium so loud hmm. as when Ted Williams came out on that golf cart. <laughs> like it was, it was earthquake type stuff. Yeah, you I know? believe it. I um, believe it. I, it was awesome. Paul Bird's our guest as we take our final break. Let me be one more Paul trivia. Uh, this Paul, speaking of White House, Paul mentioning visiting the White House there a little while ago. This Paul is an American politician. He served as the 54th Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, was the Republican Party nominee for Vice President of the U.S., running alongside former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney in the 2012 U.S. presidential election. Which Paul am I talking about? If you know, text me. Don't call it's called a text line for a reason. People still call it for some reason, but just text it. 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Which Paul am I talking about? If you're the first one through with the correct answer, get you a gift card to Duncan, Readers or Wawa, your choice. Courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet in Jenkintown. One more time, this Paul, an American politician, served as the 54th Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. He was the Republican Party nominee for Vice President of the U.S., running alongside former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney in the 2012 U.S. presidential election. First one through, grabs a gift card. Your choice, Duncan Rita's Wawa. 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683 right now to win. Back in a moment with more of the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. I like it, Joe. Where'd you get this guy? When he swung his bat, the crowd went it's wild. It's a Count Basie number. I like Big Bang. Yes, yes, Jackie hit that ball. Satchel Page is mellow, so is Caponello. New Commandobe, too. But it's a natural fact when Jackie comes to bat, the other team is through. Did you see Jackie Robinson hit that ball? Did he hit it? Yes, and that ain't all. He's so old. Yes, yes, Jackie's real gone. I like it. Tim DeMarsh Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com, and. Well, I'm just texting uh, Terry from Warrenster while I'm listening to that song. He's our winner. <laughs> Paul Ryan, the correct answer to our question before the break. An American politician who served as the 54th Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, the Republican Party nominee for VP of the U.S., running alongside former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney back in 2012 in the U.S. presidential election. We've been doing some famous Paul trivia throughout the program because we have a famous Paul as our guest today. Paul Bird, former Phillies pitcher, pitched for a bunch of major league teams, seven teams, including the Braves a couple of times, 
now broadcast for Fox Sports. Actually won an Emmy last year for Outstanding Broadcaster. And uh, before we wrap up, just a couple of things to wrap up with. First, um, the book you wrote a while back, Free Bird, that is still available, right? Thank you for that. Absolutely, yes. Of course. And um, yes. Yeah, I've had people, I've had someone. And I'm real proud of that, man. If you don't mind me saying that. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really proud of that. God is. You know, some things I wish I would have said differently, you know, in the end of that book and uh, throughout. But, you know, that's life, and I'm real proud of the fact that I wrote it. And uh, Struggle with Insomnia started as a letter to my boys and a friend said, hey, this needs to be a book. And mm. I said, okay. And God has used that. So it's been really cool. And I'm very proud God worked through me and penned a few things. And, yeah. I ran into someone recently who said, asked me, has he ever, ever seen that book? I'm, I think I've heard of it. Honestly, I have never read it. I really need to get it so I can read it because I've talked to you yeah. about it. And I know you, but I, I talked to you separately from the book. But I should really read the book. Uh, and Birdhouse Ministries, you, just to talk about the, that, that's been like a chapter in the last few years for you and, and your wife. and Yeah, right? it has. So, yeah, we have a ministry that started out of that book because I donated all proceeds from the book to ministry. So I don't, I don't make anything off of it, and so we've had a ministry. But we live in a farm in Milton, Georgia, and we have, you know, some horses. And a lady that worked, uh, or actually was on the University of Georgia equestrian team, uh, was also a counselor, and she turned into a ministry where she would help people with the horses. Hmm. And so my wife, um, you know, runs that. Birdhouse Ministries next door. I am connection guy, support raiser at times, which is, um, which is, it feels good because you see people being impacted by working with horses. And um, it's really cool because you get five feet within a horse and your heart rate will lower. Nobody knows why. And the horse will pick up on your energy hmm. and react to you. And so we believe that trauma is healed through relationship. And when you've been damaged through trauma, you close up and you prevent healing. Yeah. And so we believe the Lord has designed us to hang around animals, you know, and be outdoors and think and process. And we believe that he's designed us for relationships. So what we teach is how to have a proper relationship with that horse. And when you learn that, and not bullying or, you know, controlling the horse and getting, you know, and trying to gain confidence that way, but doing things from connection and a place of a we, and if it's good for both. And so when we learn these principles in relationship, then they can take those to their human relationships and experience even greater healing and get past the trauma they've had. So it's called natural licensship. That's what we practice, and we absolutely love it. And the birdhouseministries.com is where folks can find out more about that, right? If I'm uh, the yeah, word. Yeah, absolutely. Good. And we've uh, had families come in from, you know, different parts of, you know, the country. We had an entire family come up and stay uh, from Florida recently, and they're like, we've never had the movement that we've had hmm. since this weekend. And we've been to 17 different places, and they were in, you know, severe trauma, and it was really cool how the horses just, broke a lot of that down and were able to help their whole family. The it's three, just so cool. The three, uh, so, yeah, last one, you know, you can go on the yeah. internet and you can find out where they just forced the hospital. Okay. You know, and he's walking down the halls and it's like a, you know, it was like a dog, right? And so it's like a horse and the horse instinctively knew which rooms to go in based on the 
severeness of the patient's injury. Wow. That's really and so he walks in this one room where the guy is dying, you know, and only doesn't have much time. And it was like the guy just gets this huge smile and this horse just puts his head in his face, you know, and starts <laughs> nuzzling him. And that's it's so powerful to be around such a large animal, look oh, eye to eye yeah. and, and reach a connection. Yeah. Reset, restore, uh, recover. Me. What's that? No, well, the three R's, they say reading, writing, arithmetic back in the day. Yours is reset, restore, and recover. The three R's on, on your it. site. <laughs> but I'm it. sorry, you were saying That's something. I, 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 yeah, I, no, so I, we don't, we certainly don't teach from a place of, uh, hey, you know, like, like I broadcast, you know, it's like we don't have it all figured out. I found myself in the pasture talking to the horses at 1 a.m. after broadcast. Yeah. Like stepping over manure and dress shoes, <laughs> scratching a horse, talking to him, telling him, you know, about my day and building connection. Yeah. And it's really helped me with both my boys to learn what proper connection looks like versus just telling them what to do, controlling them, et cetera. Sure. Hey, man. So I'd like to ask this at the very end, how people can pray for you. Anything in particular that stands out currently in your in your life? Your yeah, day? I mean, pray for our ministry. We're young. We've just started out. So. Even though it's a 501c3 nonprofit, we want to help people and, you know, we want to grow and do that properly. So I would yeah. love for people to pray for our ministry and okay. wisdom on how to go about doing things the right way. That sounds good. Sounds good. Please greet your right, uh, lovely wife and kids for us. Thanks for taking time, my friend. I will do it. You got it. Have a great rest of your day. See you, Tony. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Former Major League Baseball pitcher Paul Bird, who was an all-star in 1999 with the Phillies, current Fox Sports broadcaster for the Atlanta Braves, whose Ronald Acuna Jr. will participate in the home run derby tonight. Last year's champ, Phillies Bryce Harper, taking this year off. The all-star game itself is tomorrow night. Congratulations to Yvette in Williamstown, New Jersey, Jim in Elkins Park, and Terry in Warminster, all winning gift cards this afternoon as part of our program with our famous Paul Trivia. Since we had Paul Bird on, we had other Paul's in the mix, if you will. You can get the podcast of this program at WFIL.com, by the way. Just hit the drop-down menu on the homepage. Tim DeMoss Show uh, will be right there, and you can help yourself to that in the next half hour or so. Thanks to Brian or Chevrolet in Jenkintown as well for those gift cards. Have a wonderful evening. Looking forward to doing it all over again tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, we pass the baton to Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.